Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. 12 o'clock in the Southland on a live imaging Tuesday on Travis and Sliwa. Presented by the East Central Hotel. Discover the heart of downtown L.A. At the East Central Hotel, trendy rooms, a renovated gym, and the Nixo Patio Lounge. The perfect state for your next downtown L.A. game or event. Book now at eastcentralhotel.com or call 213-748-1291. Today, East Central Hotel. Entertainment's official address. I will be staying there this evening. Ain't said nobody they got dope a, you, as me. Ain't you, nobody dope as the E, yo. You said they got a good gym there, right? They do. I, I, my goal there is to is. be in there in the morning. Start that. But no Cappy in there to, to be. Cappy's not staying tonight. He'll be there Thursday with you. Well, that's a oh, Yamava. No, that's Yamava. That's when we're right. bunking, we're going to be bunkmates at Yamava. What's better? Two two queens or uh, Cal King? Oh, two queens. Depends on what kind of night you want to have. <laughs> <laughs> I think the way it's going to shape out, there's going to be one king. I think so, too. I'm kind of rooting for that. Again, face-to-face, <laughs> butt-to-butt. What are we doing here? I think head-to-toe, Em. I'm going back the other way. Head-to-toe? Yeah, I think I don't so. need my head to anybody's feet. Well, I understand, but I don't, I don't know. I just feel I don't think there is a good answer to this particular problem. <laughs> I think it's butt to butt, but it's with butt a to butt, corner corner. But don't you flip? Like you don't sleep on just your right or your left. You go back and forth. In what the if he flips night. me? <laughs> Could happen. <laughs> <laughs> what if you hear "Up Where We Belong" all of a sudden playing out of nowhere, <laughs> like the scene from? Uh... Oh, by the way, I got to get to this around twelve fifteen, because there's a reason to play the Barry White snake bit from The Simpsons. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I'd you like, also yeah. do you sleep with white noise? Uh, no, it de- well, I set the sleep timer okay. on your TV, so that's how I end up in the office. Bed Columbo, a lot more. No, usually West Wing or something okay. like that. Well, people are sitting this TikTok uh, trend right now. It's like uh, people are like, oh, uh, do you mind if I put on some like white noise? And then like, yeah, sure. And it's like Seinfeld reruns. Like, yeah, yeah. Again, that's my white noise. I was, yeah, I was gonna say because yeah. it's white noise, white people yeah. noise. Oh. <laughs> oh, white people noise. Oh, that was good. <laughs> that is good. M gave us a bit that's hook. Good. I wasn't expecting. It might that's be twelve thirty now that I realize for the Barry White thing. But get that queued up. He does. What was it? It was uh, Snake oh, Whacking Day, right? It's Whacking Day. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> no, never mind. Do you uh, want me to whack slow or whack fast? <laughs> <laughs> Travis and Slewa continues on a Tuesday right now. And I can't say what Marge's response is to that because okay. we'll, we'll do it some other time. I made my pick. So I'm going to go oh, with yeah. the one that we talked about. Lions? I'm going to go Lions. I will tell you, I can also take Tennessee at Jacksonville. No. Get the Lions one done out of the way. Take you're in week eleven. There's not very many people left. Take the best one. And you're also available you're going to take Tennessee. No, I would take uh, Jacksonville. Oh, Jacksonville. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's Jacksonville even, that's, a, that's a divisional matchup. Divisional yeah. matchup, and Tennessee isn't good, but they're not terrible either. Well, Jacksonville coming fine. off right. a loss, a bad loss at home. Okay, I'm done. Detroit it is. Detroit, what's the line on that? They're like a 14-point favorite, right? Yeah, I've, I've gone, I think, against Chicago maybe, I'm not kidding, I think three times so far. Well, this yeah, year. they stink. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good bet. Anytime, basically, they're playing it's, anyone at on the road, I'm like, yeah. That game is mostly about finding the bad team and picking against them. Okay, so I think we said there's 10 people left. Somebody got knocked out last night, too, that had oh, Buffalo. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. nine left. Yeah, look, Nine if you left. have the the Lions are a good team playing mm-hmm. a bad team. That's the best that you can at home. 
That's the best that you can hope for. The only, I guess, sign against that one is that it is a divisional game, and those can get weird sometimes. But Detroit's looked really good. The Bears have looked really bad. Do we know if uh, it's a Tyson Bajant joint again no or idea. not? Okay. Started with 130, 121 knocked out, nine left. I want to play this for you. So this is from John Morosi, who uh, covers Major League Baseball, talking about Shohei and what he may have an opportunity to do in the 2024 season exclusively. Because this is the only year, we believe, where he's going to be entirely focused on hitting because, of course, of recovering from surgery, this is probably his one and only chance to win a triple crown offensively and we know that Shohei is all about doing things that have never been done before that would be the one thing that he could do that he's never done before mm. win a triple crown because without without pitching he'll be able to be a dh in every game right so he could, he could have those counting stats that would be harder to get in the other circumstance so keep keep an eye on that Shohei signing with the team where he's got the best chance to win and be in the lineup where winning a triple crown is possible I- Okay, I want to put the triple crown thing over here for a second. We'll, 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 we'll come back to it. The simple fact that that's a topic is okay. why every single team in Major League Baseball is going to break their backs trying to get him to come and sign for their team. Because what he just talked about is not totally ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That what he's talking about is you're going to get a guy who, you know, knocking on wood, eventually when he comes back to become an ace pitcher again, yeah. that will not be able to devote his full attention to the offensive side of the game, which is triple count, triple crown capable. That, that That is a topic and a thing that could actually conceivably happen is why every team that has even a scintilla of hope of signing him is going to do everything they can to make it happen because that, that topic is insane can, can i tell you why uh, how do i properly put this i get it's an incredible conversation that's an amazing conversation that he's even in that conversation it doesn't really do something it doesn't do anything to me and i'll tell you why it doesn't i've seen him do so many things that are individually based i've seen him do so many things that We've never seen before. This is unbelievable. Look at the go look at the history of baseball, hundred plus years, whatever the case is. I've seen it all. We've seen that. All I want to see from Otani is play meaningful games in September and October. Oh, not me. <laughs> not me. I, I would rather see Shohei Otani in big time games that matter. Sure. In the big stage with a chance to go take his team to the playoffs, or he's in the postseason and it's the series, it's 2-2, two to two, whoever the hell they're playing, and he gets a triple down the line that ends up giving them the win 4-3. to three. I just want to see him in meaningful games because the one time that I feel like I've seen him in a, in a meaningful game, not the one time because there were some mean. other big games yeah. um, in the past, plus they beat Mexico to even get sure. to, the, to, to play USA. It was some of the most exciting baseball that I've seen. And I, and I think – Listen, individual performances, you're right. If this is happening and he's actually in the conversation, I'm full of you-know-what because I'm going to be watching every second of it. I just want to see him on a squad where the games are meaningful later. I I do, too. I want to see him play meaningful games, too. But I love things I've never seen before. I love something that may never happen again. Hori and I were talking about this the other day. You're never going to see this again. We're not going to live long enough to see this again. We saw another Michael Jordan. LeBron comes along, right? That you get the best basketball player about every 25 years or so, right? There was Wilt, then there was Kareem, then there was Jordan, now there's LeBron, right? You, they they kind of, they almost connect in all these different ways. 
Babe Ruth was the one before this. That was 100 years ago, and this guy showed up. So if we're on a 100-year path, we're not getting the next Otani where somebody's saying, you know, this guy's the first person since Shohei Otani back in 2020 that's done this. It'll be the year 21 and 20. It doesn't happen. Like, I, there are great competitive baseball games every year. Whether he's in them or not, we'll see. I hope that he is. I'm with you. I want to see it. A guy that can win the Cy Young and the Triple Crown? <laughs> Come on, man. We're never going to get a chance to see that again. That's why I'm so excited about just the, the the prospect of it. Because, first of all, he's not going to do it. The home runs, for sure, got sure. a shot at. Yeah. The RBIs, for sure, got a, try, a, a shot at. This most recent season is the first time in his life he ever hit over three his major league life where he's ever hit over 300. He's about a 275 lifetime hitter. And if he's about a 275 lifetime hitter, you know what he's probably going to hit next year? Probably about 275. That's how that works, right? 275 Unless is not going to win Unless because he just title. focuses primarily could on – Could be. And we could be wrong. Could be 275 again, yeah. right? I, I, I think the players that you mentioned – I know baseball is different when it comes to this. But the examples that you gave of you get these generational players, what makes them so incredible is because you also get to see them in the highest situation delivering at the – it's Michael sure. Jordan versus whoever. It's LeBron James you used as an example. Babe Ruth, how many World Series did he win? Not that, I, not that that matters, but I'm saying mm -hmm. that I just want to see him in a spot where we can also look at Shohei Otani and say – what an incredible playoff run in a situation where the stakes were so freaking high and everything that he did during the regular season, he was even better in the postseason. That's that's my only hesitation that I, I have. I'm with you. I'm not going to talk you off of it because I just – like Ted Williams never won the World Series, but we still talk about him 80 years after he hit 400, you know, because he's the last guy to do it. Mm -hmm. he, and really no one's even gotten super close over the – Gwynn was the closest and they shut down the season. Good job, baseball. But – these things that come around once every 100 years, whether he's on a good team or not, they, they last forever. You just – you never move on from – there will be – I hope he gets both, but the simple fact that it's happening I think is remarkable. There was also the first article I've read about Otani in a long time that I'm like, there it is. That's exactly the thing that I've been thinking that somebody put down. Jeff Passan's piece on Shohei Otani was the first one I've read. I'm like, that's the most accurate thing I've read. Because you know what he wrote? Nobody knows what he's going to do. Mm. He's just going to show up on a team any day now, and no one's going to know. And then he explained why. It wasn't, you know, people think that he's going to be, you know, he's about to win it. People think that he might be on the West Coast. And people, you know, the New Balance headquarters are in Boston. It wasn't just this speculating and trying to find a way to make the strings connect on your Otani board. It was the reason nobody knows anything, because if you talk about meeting with him and what the negotiations are, you're out, right? Like think Tiger Woods, like Tiger Woods has his little group of people and you stay in there as long as you want until you talk to somebody. The second you do a commercial or give an interview, you're gone. Hmm. And that's kind of like Otani that, hey, I will meet with you. But if it word gets out that we're meeting, you're off the list. That's fascinating. That's the first little nuggets of these things that aren't just pure speculation that he could show up now. Hey, Shohei Otani signed with the Texas Rangers. What? Really? Oh, my gosh. Wow. Didn't even know he was meeting with him. That's you the can, mystery of it. You can put 
six different teams in that sure. spot and say the same thing. Sure. Yeah. I, I think it's fascinating that we've finally just gotten to a point. You know what? It's just gonna it's just gonna happen one day. There's not gonna be a big ramp up to it. It's not gonna be, hey, here's Otani walking into the, the the conference room at Dodger Stadium. Hey, the New York Yankees and Shohei Otani met at the Four Seasons Hotel and it's not gonna be that. Okay, the it's only, just gonna show up. Would you the only shocking one is if he goes back to the Angels. For me, that'd be the only shocking one. Just based on a lot of stuff that he said, based on how bad that organization is run. Okay, but the, the what has he said? That he wants to compete. Once, two years ago. Yeah, that's all I needed to hear. Okay. It's not like he said uh, That's more than I've heard over <laughs> the last five years. But that's my point. We, he really hasn't said anything. He mm-hmm. said it once, two years ago. Mm-hmm. That I, I've said a lot of things more than once, less with less time than two years that I didn't mean. But could I ask you a question? If... Based on what we do know about Otani, doesn't that one line where he's actually saying it, I know it's coming directly from him, <laughs> doesn't it hold some weight? It, it has to because it's the only thing we have. That's my point. Yeah, but I I would not – I would be disappointed. I'd be disappointed. But I don't think I'd be shocked. I would be disappointed. I would be confused. I would be confused as well. But, again, when it, Angry. Com- <laughs> when it comes to this guy, confused – Angry, yeah. Um, um, you know, disappointed. Sure. Yes. Sure. Shocked. I don't know. If he quit and went back to Japan, I wouldn't be shocked because we don't know anything about him. But the Angels would be by far the most disappointing result because it would give you a what he said once two years ago wasn't true, and b really because what you're hoping for that moment it ain't happening with the Angels. No, it's not happening with the Angels. They're, yeah. they're they got a long way to go. That, that whatever hope of prospects they had, they're gone because they went out and made a bunch of trades for guys at the end of the, the trade deadline last year that just blew up in their face. I, I will say, and I don't know if this is being too harsh, you and I've had that conversation before, I'd, I'd lose some respect for him if he went back to the Angels. It would be really disappointing. Yeah, it would be. It would be super, super yeah, disappointing. That's it? Because so your, your season's going to be half a season again and then it's over? Well, what it is is I'm okay with this. Yeah. This is why the longer Mike Trout is there, the, the, the more you're like, all mm-hmm. right, is Mike Trout a great player? Yeah. Is he one of the best I've ever seen? Unequivocally. Do you hold him in super high regard? No, not really. He's He's been there a really long time and been okay with this nonsense. Well, how do you know he's been okay with it? Because he's still there. He's still there. <laughs> because he hasn't mm-hmm. raised holy hell to get out of there. That's how you know. The one uh, – Otani has talked more – in public than Trout has in regards to that. Yeah, one to nothing. Yes. Otani's got a a one to nothing lead right there. Sean McVay said the most Sean McVay sentence I've ever heard in my entire life. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. 
Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. So, Emily and Jorge are good good, good teammates in this moment because I have a little bit of a dilemma. Problem sleep. solvers, like Chris you, said you, earlier. You, you, you guys, you gave me good solutions except for I want the bad solution. Here's my dilemma. Uh, my youngest son, Michael, has a baseball game coming up. Uh, around three o'clock when i'm done here yeah um when i jump in my car i will get there around three o'clock maybe with about a 10 minute cushion give or take fruit cart uh not exactly but okay. you're in the the right neighborhood okay. i'm trying to not eat fast food for a period of time okay just try to make a little bit of a better decision yeah. here or there just little incremental things mm-hmm. i really want to stop and get what i want i know exactly what i want and i know it'll be amazing and I know I'll feel great for 45 seconds. Okay. And then I'm going to have shame and regret immediately after I throw that wrapper into the trash what can. Was, what was their advice? And then I'll, I'll try to give you my Jorge own. was order something uh, from downstairs that would be ready to go. You had in the car, and it's not a bad choice. Or make a good choice from one of the places okay. around here. Emily had a, a similar, like, you know, use one of the, the delivery apps to yeah. order from a local place. Like and a make salad a good place or salad a wrap place, place. And yeah. have them delivered here so when it's time to go, it's time to go. But I want the salt, sugar, and fat. Okay. Also, you're counting fast food as only like a fried, fat, quick Any, service place. Y- yes, yes. I, I don't want the double cheeseburger, the fries, and the Coke, but right. that's the really the only thing I do want. So <laughs> here's the question. No matter what the advice is and the suggestions, have you already made up your mind? I have not. So right one. now you are, because you said that you like to, kind of like to make the bad choice because of the great forty-five minutes it's going to give you. Forty-five and then, seconds. Okay, or forty-five <laughs> seconds. Um, here's what I would say: go to the grocery store and go pick up something. Those pre-made sandwiches that they have. I know you do your sushi sometimes, whatever the case is. It's got to be eaten on while I'm driving, so sushi's kind of out because I, that's my first good choice. I say grocery store. It's not bad. Grocery store, you got a lot of options. You got some healthy options. You got, I think that's the best way to go because it's not just one thing you get. There's there's some good variety there. Or two words, my man. McGrave, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like not that particular sandwich, but that's what I want to do. Okay, everybody gave the suggestions. Badly. What are you, do you think you're going to end up no matter what, still going and getting the fast food? Or is it still a game time decision? You're questionable for tonight. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to get in the car. I'm going to start driving, and I'm going to see what the ETA on my destination is. And if it's close, I'm going to drive all the way down. Because if I can get to the destination and not get anything, I'll be okay. And I can get to 5 o'clock or whenever the game is over, and then I can do whatever I want. And it's not that big of a deal. I got faith in you. But if I get that thing where, hey, you got a 15-minute window here, it, it could be on. That's what I'm. I'm actually hoping for a little traffic in this scenario. Maybe I'll try to go over the ten. Got I'll try to, to go with... through East LA on the ten, <laughs> just so I can get stuck in that traffic. <laughs> Maybe it's I'll the do only that. shot that you got. It might be it. All right. So I uh, was reading about the Rams and Matthew Stafford coming back, and them coming out of their bye, and they've got Seattle in the first week uh, after their bye, and this is Seattle was the best team that, or should say, the best win that they best had game all they've season played, long. Yeah. They looked really good in Week One. And one of the quotes 
from Sean McVay was. And tell me if this is not the most Sean McVay sentence in the history of the world. Let's keep taking step forward. Let's not let the emotion of some of the previous weeks affect our ability to optimistically and realistically move forward in a manner that's reflective of keep improving and keep understanding what this group can be capable of. That's what I'm talking about, Sean. Okay. I have no idea what that means, but that I feel like about? I feel like Sean McVay said it to me personally. Let's keep taking steps forward. Let's not let the emotion of some of the previous weeks affect our ability to optimistically and realistically move forward in a manner that's reflective of keep improving and keep understanding what this group is capable of. Anybody? I, I don't know. I'm fired up. Let's go. Let's get the Seahawks. Let's go Stafford. I don't know what it means, but let's go. It's so weird. I just I read that I'm like I am fired up and then when you look at the words and the order that they're in they don't make any sense okay can you ask me a question when we started chatting two minutes ago about a decision that you're going to make can you ask me the same question I have a dilemma about where to stop for lunch on my way home let's keep taking steps <laughs> forward let's not let the emotion I think any you could apply this to anything if you ask Alan should I get fast food lately on my forearm yes or no I would say let's just keep taking steps forward let's not the, let let the emotion of the this is what I say to myself after every bad factor cap. If I don't say it right, if I don't say the phrase yes. right, I'm like, oh, this is just this. I think that's optimistically all... and realistically move forward in a matter that's reflective of keep improving and keep understanding what this group is capable Mick, of. Sean McVay is coaching a squad that's three and six, and it doesn't look like there's any light at the end of the tunnel. That's when you come with, let's keep taking steps forward. Let's not let the emotion of some of the pre- – this is the time to use that quote. This is about my lunch. I think this was a That's secret what I'm message. Trying to tell like, I've, you. I've got a little beautiful mind thing going where I think like he's just talking directly to me. Because optimistically and realistically move forward in a manner that's reflective of keep improving and keep understanding what you're capable of. In other words, you're better than this. Don't get the fries. Get the sandwich. Get the fruit. Let's go. Get the wrap. But then I see the fruit cart sign. Fruit cart's good. Fruit Problem cart's is fruit amazing. cart's not quick. It's on twelfth. Yeah, fruit cart's a little more. So this one, the feel that he's that sentence. The feel, <laughs> it's, it's it okay. fires me up, and yeah. I don't know what it means. No, that, I, that's I, a I, great sentence. It really is somebody that is just trying to like. I'm gonna find a way to use every word that could be reflecting some type of positivity, and just use it in two sentences. Keep taking steps forward. That's good news. Yeah. Don't let don't get emotional. Yes. Good news. Don't let a bad week affect your ability to be optimistic. Good news. Yeah. Realistically move forward in a yep. manner yep. that's reflective of continued improvement. Yep. Good news. Yeah. And keep understanding what you're capable of. It's a pat on the back on the way out the door. Yep. Let's this go. is what it sounds like people try to explain freeways to me. <laughs> I just I I'm I don't understand. You gotta break it down. You gotta break it down. Just buy my book for fourteen ninety nine and <laughs> the good news is I will get you off your ass. Stafford's expected to play. Rob Havenstein's expected to play. Ernest mm. Jones is expected to play. Those are three starters that they have been out. Havenstein for two weeks, Stafford and um, Jones for the last couple of weeks. So they're going to get important guys back. And look, three and six, looking at the playoff picture in the NFC, it feels like nine is the number. To get to nine at three and six means you got to go six and two over the last eight games of the season, which does not feel yeah, particularly I don't think so either. Mm-hmm. But this is your last gasp at, hey, let's see if we can get hot. Because if you beat Seattle, which you already have, soundly. Well, something to play for. They're Them and the Niners tied atop the division. Got Arizona the week after that, who mm-hmm. you always play pretty well against. 
So you got an opportunity right there. Arizona's only won a couple of games all season long. Now the Rams have only won three, so take that for what it's worth. Yep. But now you got a couple in your back pocket, and now you get a chance to kind of say, hey, let's see what's going on. Cleveland sure. on the back end of to that. To lose against Cleveland and Baltimore. Probably. Yeah. Probably. But look, if you got a two-game winning streak in the NFL, you're feeling pretty good about yourself, sure. regardless of, of who it is. Cleveland is coming to L.A. Yeah. There will be a lot of Browns fans there. Miles Garrett against Matthew Stafford and that offensive line. Does give me a little pause. The Ravens do be the crap out of NSC teams. Well, I, 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 I would do. say this. I would literally, you don't have to look any further than this Sunday. Yeah. Seattle's a tough game. You have beat Seattle. You won there. They got something to play for. Your squad is in a complete free fall, but you got some healthy players back. If you want to make things sort of interesting, go beat Seattle on Sunday. And then we could have conversations after that that maybe it's like, hey, is it a little light at the tunnel? What if this happens? What if that if you don't beat Seattle, then there's no conversation to be had. Just just see what you can do against the Seahawks. Over under on when we see Carson Wentz play for the Los Angeles Rams this year. Is it Cleveland? Um, can, did they go one and one? Yeah, in their went, next they, two, they went one and one in their next two. So they got seven losses. It'd be Cleveland, Baltimore at the absolute latest. Yeah. I, it just it, it, at some point you yep. got to make some tactical decisions along yep. the way about what you're going to. But do. I will just say this: let's keep taking steps forward. <laughs> let's not let the emotion of some of the previous weeks affect our ability to be optimistically and realistically optimistic and realistically that close together. That's a lot it's of a lot of illies. It's a lot. It's a lot of love illies. It's it's a lot of callies and illies and a lot of things going on right there. LeBron, we're still waiting to find out whether or not he plays tonight. Lakers have a back-to-back. If you had to pick one, where do you go? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Sleep Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy sports in I don't know how long, as long as I can remember, because you can win up to 25 times your money. It's easy to play, too. You put the Prize Picks app on your phone, yep. you pick between two and six players, and then you pick more or less on their projected stat line, right? For instance, this weekend, I did the Oregon and USC game. I went over on the Oregon quarterback. I went under on the USC quarterback. And USC quarterback went over by a half a yard. So I didn't get that one. But this is what I'm talking about. You get to root for. You get to root against. Prize picks is so much fun. You can win 25 times your money. I got AD right in the last game. DeAndre Ayton is what killed me. He just needed to score 13 and a half points. He scored 12. Come on, DeAndre. And prize picks is the most fun, like Travis was talking about. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you just pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winning roll in. Here's the best part. It only takes about 60 seconds. Just go to pricepicks.com forward slash 710 and use that code 710 for a first deposit match of up to $100. One more time, pricepicks.com forward slash 710. Use that promo code 710 for a first deposit match of up to 100 bucks. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 12.33 on a live imaging Tuesday. Trav, make sure you have your headphones on for this. I'm ready. Hit it, Jorge. Mr. White, can we borrow you for a minute? Anything for a lady. Oh, so good. Don't bother the snakes. Leave all the snakes 
Hold on. Ah, yeah. Oh, It was National Whacking Day that day. My darling, I can't get enough of your love, baby. Well, the reason we're playing the song with Barry White from The Simpsons and the Snakes is because look at the snake that Tommy Lamb encountered on the golf course yesterday. Tommy Lamb, of course, the general sales manager here and the chairman of the Funny Games Department. He sent that picture to the group of us, uh, the uh, the team. It's a good size Good, That's a big snake. And I said to him, hey, man, I took care of all the snakes around here. If you encounter snakes in the wild, that's not on me. It's not a rattlesnake, though. You can let that one go. I think he let it go. I don't think yeah. he tried to <laughs> run it over with the golf cart. No. Yeah, these are very popular in the Amazon. Um, they live in a certain type of temperature. That's a good-sized snake right there. Yeah, that's a big one. Look yeah, how thick it is. It's a thick snake, it's too. It's a very thick snake. Snakes are pretty gross. Yeah. They're Although, you know, gross. Uh, producer Lindsay always talks about the milk snake that her roommate had or something, and she only knew he had a snake because she opened up the fridge or freezer one day, and there were frozen, like, in little oh, packages oh. of mice. Ugh, gross. And she's like, oh. why are there frozen mice? And he's like, well, that's for my milk snake, Chuck. My or not Chuck. Chuck. Maybe it was Gosh. Jim. It sounds like milk steak, which is in, uh, it's always oh, yeah. in Philadelphia. Yeah, it's milk steak. No, milk snake. No, Chuck is the name of Cody's python. So Cody <laughs> from the Funny Games Department on the social team, he's got a pet python named Chuck. Okay. But I don't oh, know really? how. really? How big? I, I have only seen a picture of him holding it, but like only like this, so you don't see the full size of the python. What about the girth? I don't know. <laughs> you can't tell the girth. I told and him is I, that when he's eating the cheese. He's eating the cheese the whole he time. Off, he says milk stick a lot, so I don't even know what time. It's Charlie's favorite meal. It's Char- Charlie's favorite meal is milk stick. And they're like, what's milk stick? And they're like, it's milk stick. He said, how much cheese did you eat? It goes on a first date. He's just sweating profusely. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> What show is this that you're referencing? It's, it's always, always sunny, sunny in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Oh, I have not watched. Yeah. I should. Oh, Never also where it's... he eats a bunch of cottage cheese. Also. <laughs> also, the great thing about Danny DeVito. Cottage cheese is really gross. He's I this... love cottage cheese. You do? Yeah. It's one of my fatal flaws. Have you, have, you, have, you, have, you done, have you done the TikTok thing where you put the mustard in it? Uh, no. It actually it's isn't bad. Cheese, like, it's not, not bad. Actually yeah. healthy? It, it's got a lot of protein, yeah, I think, in it. Yeah, that's what it is. But you put mustard in it as like a dip. That sounds terrible. It's not when you do it. Really? Over the summer, there was a big TikTok challenge, and my friend uh, Lexi told me to do it, and I did it. More to impress her. But did anyway, you try it, em? it was good. You did Absolutely. not try it. Lexi, oh, it I'd love to do that. To yeah, Lex, whatever. Wait, 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 whatever you say. <laughs> yeah, Have you ever yeah. done this, the, the pie with the cheese you were talking about yesterday? Was it apple, apple pie? Apple pie with a slice of cheese you on it. You ever done that? that? So my father's into it. Yeah. I'm not into it's it. It's an old guy thing. My dad yeah. turned me on to yeah, it, Yeah, but too. I think he was uh, into it when I was, like, little, so. Mm. I'm not a huge apple. I, in fact, later in life, I got into apple pie with, like, a la mode. Oh, yeah, that's good. But I'm not a huge. I'm a pumpkin pie guy. <laughs> I want it chilled. I want it year-round. Pumpkin mm. is the one we got rid of. Yeah, I can't. I, I, I like pumpkin it. pie. But uh, speaking of cottage cheese, when I got to college, you know, when you go to college, you have the meal plan, you go to the dining right. hall, you eat whatever you want or whatever. And so my first got a whole thing of cottage <laughs> well, cheese. my first year, I, uh, I lived right above the dining hall, and so I'd always have breakfast. And I would always get, <laughs> I'd always get melon, like, um, what's the orange melon again? Cantaloupe. Uh, cantaloupe. cantaloupe. I'd get cantaloupe and cottage cheese, and I'd have it for 
breakfast okay. every single morning. Honestly, if I had to eat cottage cheese, cantaloupe might be the thing I'd put with it. That makes yeah. it sound a well, little but bit But I better. sound yeah. like I was a grandmother, and everyone, and no one went <laughs> to your tray of Werther's Originals <laughs> back in your, your yeah. dorm room. And then I'd also have my Mountain Dew and my Dr. Pepper, sure, and no, you know, I didn't gain a freshman yeah. 15. <laughs> do, do people still make melon balls? I remember my mother yeah. doing that when I was a kid, scooping it out with I a little thing. I mean, I'm assuming somewhere somebody's making a melon ball. There's a drink from the salad. Then I saw a mom movie where they use that thing for something else. The tennis tournament. They do the melon balls for that. Yeah, That's it. You're right, Em. Uh, So the the, uh, U.S. Open, the honeydew. Yeah, Honeydew and prosciutto. Yeah, that's good, too. Mm -hmm. That's good, too. You get the the sweet with the salt. Hey, I'm walking here. (laughs) (laughs) Some mozzarella. (laughs) It's good. Did I tell you about what happened last week? Speaking of the mob. So after a dinner with our owner, Sam Pines, it was an early dinner. He likes to eat early. So I, and I, I was fasting. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I had two Dinner's glasses of red wine. It was 4.45, actually. 4.45. So now I'm back in my hotel room at East Central at 7 o'clock saying no more food, no more booze. That's not a place I find myself in, it's, in the hotel room. spot. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to, you know, get in the clouds a little bit. Vape, of course, so it doesn't stink the room up. And I'm in bed, and I see on Netflix they've got Get Gotti. Oh. So I turn it on. As you know, our old friend Keyshawn Johnson, once again, my friend, we used to talk about Spark Steakhouse, where they whacked yeah. out Big Paul. Right. So I take a picture. I send it to Key. 11 seconds later, my phone's ringing. He goes, are you watching the Netflix thing? So am I. <laughs> and like two young children awesome. talking to our best friend on the phone, yeah. we talked for like 10 minutes during it. You watched it together? We watched it Did together. Did you synchronize where you guys were no, watching? But, yeah. <laughs> Just so you're experiencing it simultaneously. But you should watch it on Netflix. I'll I mean, everybody knows the story, but it shows you more of the- It's real. about- when his they, family or just him specifically? Him okay. and how the FBI, for you know what FBI stands for? Forever bother the Italians. <laughs> I didn't know hey, that. Hey, what can he Hey. Okay. <laughs> Did you know that, Al? That's a new Did one. Did I know me. that? That's a new one. Yeah, forever bother the Italians. I would watch that. That, that sounds Get Gotti on Netflix. Do you have an update on the big ticket? Which ticket? Never mind. Never mind. Which ticket? No, we were talking about it earlier. Never mind. It, it, Let's just let keep taking steps forward. No, I now I want to know. No, you you don't trust me. I will I will I will loop you in later. Let's you, you not know. let the emotion of some of the previous weeks affect you ins- our ability. You're insulting me over here now in front of my friends. You can insult me. Yes, I'm going to insult you. I'm going to insult you. You've you've officially been insulted. <laughs> so is he going to go tonight, sleep? Uh, I say no. I say no. And listen, if LeBron's healthy and he can go, no, he's going to go. He's not called the big ticket. He's called the big show. Oh, that's why I got that's it That's why wrong. I got so confused. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Like, what ticket? Did I get a parking <laughs> ticket? <laughs> no, bad. the big show. The big show is what I meant. Yeah, I not the big is ticket. Is happening? The big ticket. I believe so. And I think I, I just saw the great Michael Thompson walk in. I think oh, he's going to be involved with us. Yeah, if Michael's here, then I don't know what's uh, going on. Lindsay's okay. figuring out all the details. The big ticket. No, the big show. The big show. Okay. If the big show's listening on the way in and you're calling it the big ticket. I Got it wrong. He's seven feet, almost 400 pounds. That's a big guy. Show some respect. That's why they call him the big show. No. Yeah, not the big ticket. I just said big show. Oh, I thought you said big ticket. No, I got it right that time. You got it right that yeah. time. Sorry, Slee. No, That's no, a great good. moment. Is that should like be marked down. Justin Fields, Josh Fields thing. <laughs> yeah, but that is, I, I'll, I'll, I'm going to be 150 years old still getting that one wrong. That's never going to change. Does he go? You got back to back. You got to play tonight. You got to play tomorrow. Tomorrow you got Sacramento. Kings are actually a good team. De'Aaron Fox just came back. If there's, if he can go, I'm sure he's going to play. But if you can save him for one more night, you got Memphis, who's got two wins. Who, by the way, one of their wins 
against Clips. the Clippers at Crypto.com Arena right before the Lakers Blazers. James Harden was something like a minus twenty eight in yeah, that game. Uh, uh, Insane. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> what, you, what was that? I don't know what's happening. Uh, this guy. He's ever since he, he got there. <laughs> I think you said earlier they were three and one before the trade. Three and one. They're oh three and five and six. since they've got him. They're three and six. But just to play off what we were talking about, Portland. Don't you want moments where some of these guys can get some reps when Braun's not there? Because there's going to be plenty of moments during the season where Braun is like, can I just take five, can I get five minutes of rest here real quick? And we don't go from down three to down 11. Um, if you're going to play him in one of these two games, and if it's coming down to, if Braun's not healthy, he's obviously not going to go, but if he's good enough to play, yeah, I'll take my chances all day with that same crew against Memphis and then try to bring back uh, Braun tomorrow back against the Kings. There's, they need to figure out how to stay in games when he's playing but not playing, right? Like he's available, not he's in street clothes. He's just taking his four minutes at the end of the first quarter or whatever <laughs> right. it is. Like the, How it, every other player in the league rests. Exactly right. So let's make sure that, like you said, what is a close game doesn't become a lopsided game. Now you got to not only you have to bring him back in, but you have to ask him to do so much more. That yeah. He can't be your answer to every problem. Hey, we're not doing enough. Uh, LeBron will fix it. Hey, we're not getting enough uh, rebound. Well, LeBron will fix it. He can't be the answer to all of these things. And I think the way you expedite that, the way you speed it up, is by playing games without him and taking advantage of those games without him. Obviously, you want him as often as you can. But if there is a back-to-back situation, if there There's is 14 a, of them for the season, a, a, so a seven injury, games, right? That, yeah. Just a, a little, a little nagging injury, like a, a, a hip con- or a, a shin contusion. These are opportunities, especially against a bad team like Memphis, to try to figure that out. These are that was kind of the way the team was built to begin with, right? The the theoretically the conversation in the offseason was you got enough depth now, it's not all on all on his shoulders, and then a few games in, it's like, no, no, it's all on his shoulders. By the way, Lakers Grizzlies tonight coverage begins at five thirty PM. It's not six, six PM, that's right. I keep thinking it's a seven o'clock game all day. We don't do seven thirties anymore. So this is rare that it's a seven thirty. Six o'clock. The Toyota Lakers countdown to tip off with Slee. Seven thirty. You'll hear all the play by play with John Ireland and Michael Thompson either on seven ten AM or on the all new ESPN LA app in crystal clear audio. Now remember when Bam. you op- Bam when you open up the app, you gotta click the Lakers tile that says listen live. If you click the other listen live, you're going to hear whatever ESPN Radio is doing. I right. listen on it all the time whenever I'm whenever I'm home and I listen to the Lakers game. If I don't, I can't get it's on the spectrum for some reason. I always uh, listen to the ESPN LA app. There we go. And if you don't have the all new ESPN LA app, Slee, do you want me to tell you how to get it? Yes. Just please. search ESPN LA in your app store or Google Play. Download, tap, bam! I just did it twice, and now my throat hurts. <laughs> You've got the Lakers in the palm of your hand. Finally, thank you for the cough drop. Raider Rubin in the Travis and Sliwa uh, Twitter community says, can we get a Morales squish the fish since it's Dolphins Raiders week? Oh. And I am the newest member of the Raider Nation that is 2-0 currently under our new head coach. Squish the fish. <laughs> that sounds like it's going to be hard to say without saying something really naughty. Yeah, it sounds euphemistic. Squish the fish. Yeah, and now we should have a squish sound. Squish. Squish. <laughs> The fish. I like them. I like those. I'll pull those. those, are, those the Raider Nation. It is time for you, Raider Nation, to squish the gutless fish of the Miami Dolphins. Are you all in on Antonio Pierce I as a member of Raider Nation? Yeah, why not? By the way, it's two and zero. Oh. At this point in time, Mark Davis, you got to hire this man. You can't do any. You can't get crazy now. 
this another Rich Bisaccia situation where you he let him leave? You can't do that again. You don't For have what? to hire him. he end up? Did I like that when anywhere? I make over big statements, Emily's always the one, and I love it. You don't have to. When I say, you have to fire Sean McDermott, if you, no, you don't have to. You can do anything That sounds awful. That's I like you, that well, last. That was your guy. I know. That's why that. I like it. Squish the fish. We get again. Squish. Are the uh, Seahawks going to squish the Ramhorn? Uh, I think so. Uh, it's possible. Tough game. <laughs> it's like what does hey, that look. even sound like? <laughs> they, 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 <laughs> they've had their best game of the season against Seattle. I'm gonna keep saying that until it's not. They did. Yeah, anymore. that was after Week One when they were going they to the did, Super Bowl. Remember? I'm not saying that anymore. Uh, yeah, they they looked good that week. Matthew Stan Puka. Yeah. Puka showed up. Stafford was great. Well, it's Cam been Akers fun for a live MG2 Tuesday. The dump is coming up. And then Super Crosshawk with Mason Ireland. Mason back from his little vacay. Yeah. 53 in a row? 58. 58. 58. Do not cut that man five shows short. That's 58. That's, a, that's that 10 a weeks. Or, no, shoot. 11 and, and change. That's a long time. I didn't think I'd ever see it. The dump is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. All right, I want to spend ten, some time talking about Sierra Subaru of Monrovia. I invite you to go see Sierra Subaru and their team to consider one of the many adventurous choices they have available for you. So I've had the opportunity over the last five months to drive the Forester, the Outback, the Ascent, the Solterra. The Solterra, by the way, all electric, beautiful car. I heard uh, Scott Kaplan talking about it as well over the uh, last couple of days. The options are plentiful and really reliable. Driven all those cars, each have their own unique qualities, but all of them are roomy. They're super safe. They're efficient, sleek-looking, beautiful cars. Sierra Subaru Monrovia has an unmatchable commitment to their customers and the special Subaru Love Promise. Um, there's an event every single month down at Sierra Subaru, and it's some type of event that's trying to help the local community. This month in November, they're teaming up with the Foothill Unity Center Neighbors Helping Neighbors Initiative. You can go drop off some canned foods over at the dealership. Just stop by. Go to the dealership for more details at sierrasubaru.com or go visit them just off the 210 and 605 freeway and go see for yourself. Sierra Subaru of Monrovia. All right, Slee, so you have uh, the Lakers tonight, the Lakers and the Memphis Grizzlies. Another NBA matchup tonight. We're going to see Chet Holmgren and Wembenyama there you go. square off uh, for the first time. Look how excited Michael is over there. You can just see the look on yeah. his face. <laughs> there he is. There he is. Get All in right, here, sit Michael. down, Michael. Let's Come talk on. about Chet and Wemby for a second. I'm just disgusted with you, Travis. Well, that's nothing new. What What now? The big ticket? The big ticket. That's what his friends of the family call look like Kevin Garnett. The big That's KG. When he comes in here, I'm going to tell him to choke slam you. Well, don't. Please don't. He's seven foot four and a pound. Just get the name right. I got the big part right. I got the second part wrong. No, I'm not going downstairs. The elevator's not working. Maybe go upstairs. You don't walk stairs at this point in your life? Wait, the elevator from here is working, right? Yeah, here. Yeah, this one's just the one in the parking garage. I'm not not doing that. So Chet and Wemby tonight. Yeah, man, this this, this is the future of the NBA. Both of those those kids, those young men are very talented, very skilled, and they are going to be multiple-time All-Stars and the two best big men, seven-footers in the game for the next decade. So when does a guy go from, hey, he's going to be one of the guys to being one of the guys? Like, Luca is no longer the future; he's the present. Oh, yeah. Right? Like mm-hmm. there are guys that it, it transitions. Zion's going the other. Zion's way. going the wrong yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Trey Young is going the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Right? Like there are some guys they're that still good, but they're, they're, yeah. right. But they're right. the future of the league is Luca. Yeah. The future of the league, we think, is Wemby. Oh, yeah. Because we because we yeah. talked about that earlier, and he was saying, "What is the when do you become the guy? What's Wemby got to do to become? Do you have to the do guy? something? Is Chet it just gotta, time? 
when does Van B become the you mean for the Spurs or just, for the just, league? Just like what do, one what of the happens, made guys yeah. in the league. Just one of the guys you're like, that's a dude. Like Damian Lillard well, is a dude. He's had his moment in Phoenix. He looked like he was the guy when he had 38 points against mm-hmm. Durant. And he had a couple of good games. So he might be the guy already because he's already the biggest attraction in the game. Uh, when he goes on the road, I mean, Steph's still up there, of course, still LeBron, but right now, Wemby's the number one attraction in the NBA, so right now, he's the guy, and his play is backing it up. He's playing great. Hmm. You worried at all about how he's built? Oh, of course. You always got to worry about injuries. So, I mean, yeah. I put up to Yao Ming, and Yao Ming was thicker than him. Uh, Shaq, never, but Shaq was just different. He was just Shaq a Shaq was beast. a tank. Yeah, he was a tank, but uh, yeah, thin guys like him, yeah, you definitely worry about, and as long as he is, him and Chet Holmgren, you worry about it. I understand that there aren't a bunch of seven foot five guys walking around. I, I, I get that, but is this the future of basketball where everybody plays like that, even if you are well, yeah. seven feet tall, seven two? Yeah, because right now there are only three centers in the NBA that post up consistently. Embiid, Jokic, and Davis. I mean, even Bam is facing the basket a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? Uh, De- the other night, seven-footer DeAndre Ayton is facing the basket. They're not running to the spot, demanding the ball, and said, give me the ball, and let me work with Knights back to the basket and score on guys consistently. And even Embiid goes outside and shoots threes, and so does Jokic. But and, of course, uh, AD. But as far as the just stay in the post kind of guys and just like a Patrick Ewing or Hakeem Olajuwon, Kareem, right. artists give them those guys, those guys look like anymore. they're over with now. Do you remember when Darvin Ham wanted – he wanted AD to take six threes a game. Right. Right. Remember that conversation mm-hmm. early on? You know how many threes he's taken this year? Six. He's taken eight. Okay. Yeah. Eight total. So I think the – you're not wrong in the back to the basket is not – it's just that's not how the game is played. They're not it should encur- be. But they're not encouraging them to play yeah. that way. Yeah, which you should. But AD is also not taking six threes a game. So yeah. you'd like to see more back to the basket guys? Yeah, and when uh, when who's going to stop him when if he turns skilled. around and shoots? He just shoots right over the top of guys. Yeah. No problem. So can so can Holmgren. But they are they're so versatile. They figure I can shoot outside too, so I'll go outside and shoot some too. Yeah, br- bringing guys to do multiple things is fine. But how about we do the one thing where you just absolutely demolish guys until they find a way to slow you down, exactly. and then add the yeah. next layer. That's right. Like yeah. go get forty a night on the block, just dropping it on top of everybody's head. Uh, the big Paul, ticket is that's here. That's the big show. Paul White is here. He's not. He doesn't go by the big show anymore because he's not in WWE. I think oh, yeah, WWE yeah. owns that uh, nickname, so he now goes by Paul White. You know, he was a he was a basketball player at Wichita State. Oh yeah, mm. the Shockers. Yeah, that's right. A legitimate player. Well, a few, few I mean, pounds ago, certainly, of he shot <laughs> certainly big enough. Yeah. He shot eight threes again. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So tonight, for the first time ever, Netflix is going to stream a live sporting event. Air quotes sporting event. Right, it is a golf event, mm-hmm. which has four PGA Tour players and four Formula One race car drivers. They're going to play eight holes. I don't quite know why we're playing eight holes. Nine seems to be the number, uh, and it's going to be done in Vegas. And so you heard me talked about this. I love golf. I like to watch professionals play golf. I like to play golf. But I don't like to watch non-professionals play golf. Really? You like to see them messing up and struggle? No. Because I, I, I can struggle myself. Mm-hmm. I get to see that up close every yeah. time I go play. I want to watch the pros play. But you had an interesting idea of what they're doing here. I think they're just promoting, you know, they have, and I, I didn't watch the series, the F1 series that you were talking about, but that's carried on Netflix. So I think they're just promoting within then. And I also think they're practicing on how that's to construct live events, live sporting events. Michael, you say this all the time. Just wait for the new TV deal that comes down with the NBA. Do you think it's going to be? <laughs> Sounds like a rap. 
Do you think the new NBA deal is going to be your traditional cable deal where it's just TNT and ESPN? Because oh, no. I don't. No, I Apple, think it's going to— Amazon, everybody's getting involved in this. And I think there's a little bit of, in this, at least this Netflix one, let's put some live sporting events on here to let's Work correct out this. Let's figure that out. Let's figure this out. I'm with you. The next TV deal, you always say it joking around that you wish that you were around in this era of mm. NBA basketball because of those contracts. Yeah. What's Jalen Brown making? Uh, 60. 60 a year. And uh, it? they say that uh, things keep progressing the way they are anyway, that uh, Jokic's just next deal will be 100, 100 million a year, which is no big deal, really, because soccer players have been making that for years. Oh, it's a big deal. Messi, Ronaldo, <laughs> Neymar. Yeah. Got the top soccer players make 100 million bucks a year. Here's the difference. The only difference is soccer is the most popular sport in the well, world. Basketball second. And, and basketball, it's doing its thing. But I don't think you could tell me Jokic and Messi. Like, those, that's not that's – not, uh, I mean, as far as popularity, a yeah, worldwide like, renown? Yeah, just, just comp no, no, Messi's uh, the top three or four. What's the world. answer to this? Does, do those soccer leagues have a cap? No. no, no, no. So they can they pay him whatever they want. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter. Imagine what imagine what Braun would have gotten. His... Hundred million a year if there yeah. was no cap in the NBA. And, and it, worth still penny. it still wouldn't be enough. <laughs> That's right. But it's, it's going it, to be on those other. He'd networks. be worth hundred million bucks a year. Steve Mason. There you go. Around here, the man no, fresh no. off of a vacation. Yes, fresh <laughs> off a of vacation. I feel great. Fifty-eight straight days. You surpassed Joe DiMaggio. DiMaggio. Fifty-six straight. Yeah, I know what Travis is about to say. I can't. You gave up. I gave up. Oh, you did on November. You did? Why? I get, well, first of all, it looked ridiculous. Well, yeah. Which is okay. <laughs> but secondly, I was playing in this poker tournament on you, Sunday. You were mentioning that you so weren't you dying walking in there. With all these, you know, like, uh, sure. uh, who was there? Like Bradley said John Hamm. Brian Cranston. John been good Hamm. conversation Annette, starters. Benning. Oh, did you really? Yeah, which is, she was great. She was great. She has a great movie out right now called Nyad about the swimmer. Oh, the swimmer with Jodie Foster. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's Fantastic. On, so, Slee. so I thought clean up because I rarely am I in this company. So yeah. I thought get rid of the probably mustache. the right decision. Yeah, it was. It looked awful. It to, looked awful. to win the gag mustache award is probably not as no. good of an idea as showing up looking a, like a human being. A human being, a regular person. I'm going exactly. to talk to a real star and start talking okay. to you guys. Sorry, <laughs> okay. All right, Sorry Michael. Michael. All right, you oh, guy, yeah, Michael. That's right. Big you know. Show. The, no, it's not anymore. He's like that's WWE. He's now with AEW, known as Paul White. Paul, Paul White, White. There you go. Okay. is here. Excellent. Paul White. Maybe he should go by the big ticket. Yeah. They don't have I that in the other wrestling that, network. I shook Paul White's hand. Big man. Oh my God, his hand just completely like my hand disappeared. Okay, I, real quick, Brian, before we go to the stager, first time I met Shaq. Yeah. He came in to do the Rome show. Right. Right. And I shook his hand, and I. I know I probably didn't, but I'm fairly certain I did. I think I felt his index finger near yeah, my elbow. Right. Real, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like his hands were so nice to meet you. Big. Did you ever shake hands good. with Adrian Peterson? Yes, and he the nearly tore my arm off. Shake in the yeah. world. And he enjoyed he trying to break did your it on hand. Purpose. He oh, was yeah. like breaking like walnuts. Which is why you were calling Ladanian Tomlinson. Uh, that was a mistake. That, yeah, that yeah, was... I, I regret that still to this hey, day. Hey, Morales. So John walked in this control room, saw Michael, and said, "Oh, Michael's in there." So now Lindsay needs Michael for something. And I walked back there. I said, hey, John, Michael's out going out of there. You want, you want to go in there or you want me to go in there? And he goes, ah, go you, ahead. You go ahead and do it. So with that, hit the super stager. Hey, Mace, well, you, you got to go quarter. You got to take off the quarter inch adapter and go eighth inch. You, eight want, inch. Me to, you want me to put it in? Eighth inch. Let me yeah, put it in. Yeah, please put it in. Thanks, oh, Chris. How do you feel? Yeah, Thank Chris you. always helping oh, wow. out, man. It's a whole new world. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of different adapters you can Why use. Why don't you put sure. that eighth in? Poof. Where'd you get that Topo Chico? I brought it from home. Ooh, I am now obsessed good. with Topo Chico. Those are so good. And this is the Twisted Grapefruit. The Twisted Lime is amazing. Yeah. They're both great. They're both great. You know, there's this amazing thing, Trav, in life. 
you can pack food from home and everything and bring it in. Sometimes I do. And then you I don't have, have to always be hitting up other people. Like, oh, Chris, what's home. on your plate? <laughs> I just want to so make is, sure that that's is the right thing. Topo Chico, I don't know what it is. So sparkle, sparkle it's mineral water. water. Oh, it's mineral water. Yeah, yeah. not the, the non-alcoholic. Fancy? You want to sip? The fancy? No, I'm not going to drink off your... Why? What is yeah, your reservation, Mace? <laughs> if there was alcohol there, I'd say, okay. Yeah, a little disinfectant. But, no, I'm not going to try your Topo Chico and get that thing they're, away from they're, they're pretty good. What's the chances if that was just sitting in the fridge for like... Two days, somebody would just walk in there. So there is a open. wrinkle to Topo Chico. You need a bottle opener. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I brought one from home. I didn't know if we had one. Use your, uh, you don't have, hey, do you have rings? No. You yeah. can use your ring. I had, uh, you know what I had this weekend? I went to the movies. I had Diet Cream Soda. From which brand? Uh, you know, I don't know. A&W? A&W? No, Barks. Barks, oh, Barks is good. Barks. Oh, yeah. Barks and has I'm bite. Like, Barks does. I remember that. The Barks <laughs> has bite. So, I loved it. So Sounds I went to good. movies. They had Diet uh, cream soda. I'm like, this is this is fantastic. I diet root it? beer the last time. Diet cream soda is fantastic. It is delicious. Just, it's vanilla soda. Right? I saw a very funny uh, Nicolas Cage movie called Dream Scenario. Fantastic. Oh, uh, M. And she. I, don't, I think she. I don't oh, think she's listening. Did she tune she's out? She's going to a premiere, like a, where there's a Q and A. And I, she said it was a Nick Cage movie. I don't know if it's oh, this one or not. Oh, that's got to be it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm seeing uh, Dream Scenario tomorrow. Yeah, I saw, yeah. I saw it uh, yesterday. It's fantastic. I'm so really excited. Funny. I really love Nicolas Cage. It's, it's like a Charlie Kaufman movie, if you that's know what amazing. I mean. That's amazing. I know I love Charlie Kaufman yeah, movies. Yeah, great. Are great. you still holding out hope that uh, one of the panelists may be Nick Cage? I'm crossing my fingers. He did go to a different panel um, at the same theater for his movie Renfield last year, so I'm just hoping maybe he shows up since the SAG after. It'll be a whole done. bunch of weirdness if he's there. What would yeah, you ask him, ma'am? If you got an opportunity to ask him a question, what would you ask him? I think, I mean, I would is probably. Cam Reddish going to continue? <laughs> yeah, is Cam <laughs> right? Is Vando going to be in the starting has. lineup, or are they going to stay with Cam Reddish? That's a very. I good think question. I would ask it. Ask him. You're someone who takes such different roles. Each time you take a role, what interested you to do specifically about this role, and how do you go about choosing your roles? Um, at this point in stage in your, in oh, your career that's very because he has changed his goals i think over time and i think right now he's trying to go for kind of uh quirky but really testing him as an actor good movie very good movie he plays uh the schlubby guy with uh, they've got a bald cap on him and he looks like a doofus and he sh- starts showing up in people's dreams randomly <laughs> And like everybody's dreams. Ultimately, he's in everybody's dreams. Just as a bystander, just like just as a in the back, a background Nick actor. In the, in oh the my background. gosh! Yeah, it's really weird. Okay, really we funny. had this question last week. Remember, we were saying how many movies she's watched this year. And yeah, I think you were trying to compare with. Oh Mace. Yeah. Do you know how many movies that you have never seen before that you've seen this year? Whether they're new movies or an old movie you've never. Read. I do know the exact number because I keep a list. Thirty-seven. Okay. What was yours, M? She's in the 48 40s. now. 48. Yeah. Wow. You're, I had you're her more than you, but I would have guessed both of you were way higher. We we thought she was going to be like 100. in the hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. For, that that's my number. Well, it's it's a good number. More, way more than the average person. Top Gun Maverick. Junkies. Yeah. You haven't seen anything since Jennifer Connelly. I'm seeing three movies this week. <laughs> uh, and I Fernando. Did, I've seen Fernando's. I've seen Fernando. That. Yeah. I think what else? Doesn't I've count repeat. I saw movies. the Batman movie. Uh, the uh, the most recent Robin one, Pattinson the Batman, movie? The, the Batman. Batman. Yeah, that's what I said. You said he the said Batman movie. The Batman movie. We clarified by correct, saying it's Travis. the Batman. No, the Batman movie. <laughs> right. Is correct. Thank you, man. He said the Batman movie. Yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah I saw that at the end. Yeah, uh, I saw the bomb movie Oppenheimer. Uh, that's right. Oh, Oppenheimer, I thought was yep. great. Did you like Oppenheimer? 
Uh, yes, I, it was it was way too long for me, but yes, I I enjoyed it. But at about the two hour mark, I started staring at my phone and looking at my watch. I was at uh, you know the star of Oppenheimer's. This guy named is it Killian Murphy? I've always heard Killian, but I've also heard Cillian. Yeah. So he was at this hotel I was staying at, and uh, all of a sudden everybody was like buzzing. Like the mm. the person that was waiting on us at the pool said, "You know, Killian Murphy's here." I'm like, "Really? You probably shouldn't be telling me that." Number one, <laughs> the idea isn't to advertise that there's right. There. But then I heard it at the spot. Killian Murphy is here. Now the I also saw Killian Murphy. And you would never have recognized him. Ball cap, glass, you would never have picked him out. And he might be in the Oscar this year. Yeah, he's probably going to be He was good. Him. Yeah, he was very good. Very but good. what about Robert Downey? Robert Downey may win the Oscar supporting. this year. Oh, he's a supporting? Yeah, supporting, he's supporting. lead and uh, Killian Murphy probably for lead. He was awesome in that. You How'd you do in your poker tournament? I made the final two tables. I did okay. not make the final table. I went out basically the same time as... Cranston did. Okay. He was at another table. Did you get taken out by a celeb? I got taken out by Bradley Whitford from oh, really? the, the West, West Wing. Wing. Josh on the West Josh Wing. Josh Lyman. Could not have been nicer about it. Really? He apologized profusely uh, when he laid down the winning cards. Sorry, man. Okay, so <laughs> I was all like, did you Did you man. play it right, or it was- Yeah, just, I could I, Yeah, I played it right. Did, yeah, were you short-stacked? It's I, yeah. Everybody was short-stacked. The blinds were 5,000 and 10,000, oh, okay. and so they were trying to, to drive you out of the game. Mm-hmm. So you had to pick your spot. I was ace-king, throw him down, let's see what happens. No, king it's came okay. up, he had the king, I'm done. Ace-king? Another you, good bad beat story. Did you knock out any celebrities? I did not knock out any celebrities except this one kid who I think might have been a celebrity. I have no idea. Uh, they they had celebrities that I never heard of before. I think I knocked out a celebrity that nobody knows who they are. <laughs> did you tell Which, Bradley Whitford that you know Richard Schiff? Um, I did not mention that to Why? him. Why? I should have. You should, you should get him on the Culture well, Pop repl- podcast. Uh, you know, Bradley Whitford would be great. Uh, Richard Schiff has been on the Culture I, Pop I, podcast. I was there yeah. in your house. Oh, you that were? Day. That was the early days. Chris, when we had... used, Chris used to come over to my house. Well, we, we, we didn't have technology yet until the pandemic for this. Yeah. You produced the Culture Pop. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you say it like that? Like, it, like it should pro- be a shame. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So I was you, like, proud of that. produced it? Oh, I would yeah, go. I would take my equipment. something that wasn't there. I'd record with Mace. Yep. Set and up a mic Su- for and Sue. Susan and uh, Sue Kowinski. Yep. And we would package it up and do all that. Did yeah. you pepper Richard Schiff with West Wing questions? I didn't because I was simply producing it. Mace yeah. was Mace is the star. I was doing the peppering. Yeah. Did you pepper him about the West Wing? Because Chris and I are But he's not West into it, like t- talking about it. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't love talking about it. We talked a little bit about We actually He's very talked- sore about how they did his character at the end of the right. story. We talked about how Morales and John Ireland were super into the West Wing, and Richard was like, well, oh, you got to remember, God. Mace is not into it. No, I like it. I've watched it. He doesn't realize that it is. It's just not like some religious experience. It is actually. It, it is, is this competition. It's a religious suits going on out here. Oh, the big t- the big, the show. big show, which, which apparently is not anymore. The big uh, no. Yeah, you right. keep saying that. Paul can apparently yes. reach out and dunk the ball. Just uh, Paul White. So, how, how tall Paul is Michael? Six ten. Sorry about something like that. Sounds right. Yeah. Very large. That other man. guy's a lot bigger than Michael. Very large. Seven <laughs> foot. Probably yeah. three sixty five. Sedano's doing play by play. This is awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is good. This is good. So what what did I miss? What did you miss? Um, Survivor. The Survivor Pool. Oh, the Survivor Pool. Are you still Survivor alive? the show. Done. Out. <laughs> Me? <laughs> out. Who took you out? 
Cincinnati. It was this, yeah, Cincinnati. Look at yeah. M coming into her own. Cincinnati. Now swinging. I love that swinging. Where did you Keep say? it going. What did you say, Em? Well, I was going to say, I thought he was talking about Survivor the show. There was good things that happened this week on Survivor, uh, oh, the yeah. CBS we, reality show. Yeah, no, we, we were talking about our, our little game. I, I so lost he's the last Cincinnati. one at the station. No, Juan as well, right? Juan is alive. Oh, yeah. okay. Juan had not used Dallas. Oh, okay. So he had Dallas versus the Giants, which was a gimme. So Juan is still alive going into week... 11. 11. Yeah, I had Pittsburgh, and it was not— Pittsburgh's a great call. You know, it was, it was, it was Pittsburgh, ugly. Green Bay was ugly, but they ended up winning. Yeah. You know who wants you take for this week? No. Seahawks. <laughs> First of all, he would never. <laughs> Secondly, that's offensive to even suggest it. We would never pick against the Rams. Oh, okay. You don't like winning? <laughs> I, so I told Bergman today. I'm actually kind of optimistic oh, about the rest of the season. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Here Come we on, go. Guys coming oh, back, on, they're healthy. You were just pitching. Oh, yeah, everybody's great. All of a sudden, Mace, you know I'm a Rams fan. Yeah, too, but you buddy. were just yeah, pitching but, two. If you win two weeks in a row, no, anything yeah, can exactly. happen. No, that's no, what that's I'm saying. All of a sudden, you're five and six that's, if you win two weeks in a row. If you win two in a row, you can continue to play. <laughs> <laughs> if you lose one of these next two, then you make business decisions from this point See, forward. I think they're going to win out over the next two. Over the next two, it's bold. Win out over the next two. And then Cleveland, Baltimore. Yeah. So it get any oh yeah, easier. Cleveland and Baltimore. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are. That's tough. <laughs> My backup survivor pick was Baltimore. They lost. They don't. Those don't count. Yeah. The, the, the they, backup you don't, you don't get don't the count. backup. Yeah, no. The backup count. So what'd you do with your days off? Uh, I went to a, uh, a hot water spa out in Desert Hot Springs oh. that I really like. Very nice. Did you a lot of soaking. Did a lot of reading. Uh, wrote the or read the new John Grisham book, uh, oh, how's which that? is a sequel to The Firm, which is pretty good. Do you remember the firm? Yeah. What are you shaking your head about? You just like, how's that? Like, oh yeah, that's the yeah. firm is thirty-five years uh, yeah. old. Yeah, and now Grisham wrote a sequel to it. And after all these years, I thought why it was weren't there any good. pictures? Why weren't there any pictures this vacation? Is it because you didn't want him to want us to use them against you? Super, super private. But did though. you did you lay in the waterfall over your naked body I like d- last time? I did. There are just no photographs. Why? Uh, because no I, phones I were allowed. Every, look, I don't have to take a picture of everything. It's not like I'm Mister Instagram here. We're the most followed re- sports radio station on social right. media and in I, America. And I contributed. I thought I took- I didn't. I know that you contributed from the vacation. No, I took. I it was a time off. I didn't have to contribute. Were there pictures? Uh, yeah, there are pictures. What do you do when you're in the hot spring? You just sit there, sit and read. Okay. Yeah. I just How long have, you in the have tub a candle? Uh, I, I had stretches as long as three and a half, four hours. And the, the hot springs are hot, right? Hot springs are hot. Three yeah. and a half, four hours. Wow, that's yeah, impressive. Yeah, you bounce between a pool that's 98 to a pool that's 103 to a pool that's 89. And like you bounce between or something? Oh, so you go bouncing in the yeah, springs. Yeah, you, you bounce between. <laughs> are they natural or are they um, like man-made? Natural I'm, hot springs. Okay, because do they smell? Because that's whenever no, I've done a they, hot spring, they, they don't smell. have that sulfury smell. Uh, but that place in Desert Hot Springs is called Miracle Hill, and it's feel, filled with uh, hot water springs. Three and, hours? Yeah. I love it, man. I love it. I can soak you must forever for three hours. Yeah, soak forever. Morales wants to get in my hot tub. That's never happening. No, it's good. To, good no, good. now it's been advanced to Cappy and I want to be oh in your hot tub. God. You know, Cappy and I. We'll talk more in about room together. Yeah, at Yamaha, there's and I. We're we're in the same room. You're rooming together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the question becomes: expenses are <laughs> a, a minor league baseball down. team. A, <laughs> rooming together. Is it two queen beds or one king? It's probably one king. Yeah. Then oh, do you God. go? Do we go eye to eye or? Cheek to cheek. Uh, you know. Because did you see the video from Friday? Because now this new bit is I hit him with the dump truck and he yeah. goes flying. Oh, okay. Got it. No, I think you do uh, pr- planes, trains, and automobiles. Those aren't pillows. That, that, those aren't pillows. <laughs> How about those mitts? Super Crosstalks brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out. That's what a hamburger is all about. See you tomorrow.